0: Hi friends, welcome back to the Health Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Elena, and I'm so glad you've joined me for today's episode. We have a special guest joining us today, Julie Sawaya. She is one of the co-founders and co-CEOs of the nutrition company Needed. And today we're talking about optimal nutritional support for the preconception, prenatal, and postpartum stages of a woman's life. So whether you are trying to support your fertility and hoping to become a mom when day, or whether you're already in the throes of motherhood, this episode is full of education and resources for you. So I'm excited for you to hear it. Here is my conversation with Julie. Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Health Word podcast. I'm so excited for you to hear this episode today. We have a special guest, Julie Sawaya, and she is one of the co founders of Needed, which is a nutritional supplement company that you're going to get to hear all about. But before we jump into all of that and the importance of all of just optimal nutrients and optimal nutrition, especially during such an important time of life, will you please tell us a little bit about yourself so we know you a little better? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for
1: having me. Um, so For I'm sure. Julie, I'm one half of the co-founding duo at Needed. Um, and at Needed is, is a as you mentioned, a nutrition company. We're really focused on the stages of before, during, and after pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a mama myself. I have a two-year-old daughter um, and another daughter on the way. I'm due in a couple of weeks with my second daughter. How so um, exciting. So very much. Thank you. Very much all... Um, all, uh, encompassing this life stage for me. Um, <laughs> yes. my co-founder also recently had her first, um, baby as well. And it's honestly just like a, a total privilege to be able to support other women and families along this journey, uh, which for so many of us is not a straightforward one. And, yeah. um, that really is why we wanted to start the company. My co-founder Ryan and I are, uh, lifelong nutrition nerds, um, both of us have nutrition certifications, but, um, we're working in, um, you know, in a different profession, uh, prior to starting needed, but nutrition has always been a lifeline for the two of us. I grew up in a family of medical doctors and have a dad who's, um, was diagnosed with type two diabetes when I was about five. And so mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of my life and a lot of his life has been dominated by his health issues and so many of them stem back to nutrition. And I think from a super young age for me, that disconnect between medicine and, um, doctors and, or at least in the case of my dad being a doctor and nutrition was really, really apparent to me. Um, and I think that's, you know, if you've navigated this life stage, it becomes really apparent that nutrition, while, um, spoken about, and you know, I think generally agreed to be important. It's often lacking from the conversation around, you know, complications that can arise, um, whether it's sure. fertility or pregnancy-related symptoms or complications or a postpartum experience, breastfeeding. Nutrition is just fundamentally important to our health and that of our babies, and um, and it often gets underemphasized. So. Yeah, that was, I think, from you know, kind of the earliest uh, kernel of an idea. That is um, really where both my passion and the the I think mission for needed came from. Is we really want to help set um, women and families up for optimal health, not just the bare minimums, but yeah, how do you use nutrition to support? Um, a healthy life, really. It's not just, you know, the nine months of pregnancy, it's setting the foundation for you and your child's health for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. I feel really grateful that I'm able to, um, help work alongside an awesome team to, to further that mission.
0: Yeah. Well, you're, the company is amazing. I've been following you guys since you for like, right after you first got started, um, cuz I follow a couple of the doctors who were on your kind of board of putting this together. We'll come back to that in a minute. But um they kind of started teasing it, you know, started talking about it and I was like, "What in the world? You know, it was just such a unique idea. So I love that you guys are doing that. Tell me a little bit about how you got into this role. Like how did you even at some point have the thought of I'm going to found a nutrition supplement company?" Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a good question. And it's always a funny one to
1: answer because I never would have thought that I would start a supplement company. Um, you know, my interest in nutrition always started with food and at needed, that is really food is, is the first, um, you know, food is first really, um, no substitute. You can't really out supplement a poor diet, but there are times in life, especially the perinatal one where, Food alone isn't enough. And I discovered this for myself and so did my co-founder. We met as um, next door neighbors and friends in business school. And um, both of us had just had such an interest in nutrition. And at the time, at-home nutrient testing was becoming popular. So we both tested our nutrient levels and were absolutely shocked to realize that we were deficient, not just in one or two nutrients, but in a huge swath yeah. of them
0: uh-huh. and like
1: critically deficient to the point that if we had become pregnant at that point, we wouldn't necessarily have enough nutrients to give to baby. And the way that our right. bodies are designed is to, to give preferential treatment to a developing baby or to a baby if you're breastfeeding um, mm-hmm. to ensure that that baby gets what it needs. And in most cases, baby will get what it needs unless you're critically deficient in a right. nutrient. but the one whose uh, health is compromised is oftentimes the, you know, the birthing person or the mom. Um, And so that kind of light bulb moment of we are among the most nutritionally aware of our friends, we go so far out of our way to shop at the farmer's market and prepare our own food and, you know, eat, Farm to table whenever possible. Mm -hmm. If we have these deficiencies, what must it look like for others? Um, Yeah. We we dove into the research and realized that we were really not alone in having this need. 97% of women in this life stage take a prenatal vitamin, but 95% have nutrient deficiencies. And that's That's crazy. Kind of crazy because the whole point of taking a supplement is to avoid a deficiency. Um, and when we looked under the hood, and this is um, in conjunction with a group of perinatal nutrition and health experts, we realized that the vast majority of prenatal vitamins are designed to meet just the bare minimum needs. They're really dosed um, dosed at levels that are far from optimal. Um, and what I mean by optimal is um, levels that can support higher level functions in the body. So we're not talking about the amount of vitamin C that's needed to avoid something like scurvy, a significant deficiency, of right. vitamin C that's life-threatening. We're talking about what's the amount of vitamin C needed to support optimal immune function and postpartum healing, because so much of tissue repair is about, mm-hmm. you know, having adequate um, nutrient stores in the body. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of the genesis. I I truly think Ryan and I both like, Never, ever, ever would have thought that we would start um, a nutritional supplements company. The the category, of course, is, um, you know, it gets a bad reputation. And I think in many ways for good reason, because there's a huge variation in quality. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of lack of transparency. It's really, really difficult to know what to take.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: when we were starting Needed, we really focused on solving the problem at hand, which to us is not just about better products. That is, of course, critical. And it's where we spend a lot of our time is designing better products from the ground up. We never white label anything. And that's the problem in the space is most supplements are are just repackaged, rebranded copies of what everybody else is selling. So there's not mm-hmm. really much product innovation happening. Um, and that's an important part of the problem, meeting kind of the, you know, um, biological needs and, you know, kind of, um, delivering optimal nutrition through supplementation is huge part of, of why we exist. But the other part is helping women and families understand what's needed Mm -hmm. because that's, you know, if you don't understand from the educational point of view, and if we're not helping, um, to make that decision point of, you know, shopping the vitamin aisle or, or doing a Google search, if we're not, Helping to cut through that noise, we're really not meeting the full spectrum of the problem. Wow. Um, and that's, you know, that's really what we set out to do is to deliver on the education and the product difference that's gonna help set families up for optimal health.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that drew me to you guys so much initially was all of the education you were doing because it was things, you know, these are things that I had kind of learned in my nutrition certification, but When I was working with clients, I found that so many times that education was not there or, you know, the education was so wrong because it had been impacted so much by our culture and not by true research and literature. And, you know, I think the fact that you all have done so much education and even in your um, products now on your social media, on your site, like it is constant, you know, education about choline, education about all these things that most people just don't. No, and I think that that's super helpful. So I love that. And as a health coach who's working towards a similar mission, I love that you guys are doing that and not just pushing your product, and that being your main, you know, driver of your business. So I think that's really important. Yeah, um, and I
1: think that's like the reality is that the vast majority of women in the U.S. are seeing. Um, And OB is a primary care provider and we love OBs. We have huge respect for it. I come from a family of medical doctors and, um, have nothing but respect for that profession. But the reality is that most, um, OBs and most MDs in the U S aren't receiving nutrition training as part of the medical curriculum and the way that, you know, the system was designed to be, um, You know, I guess like the optimal way that it's designed is for an MD to practice alongside a registered dietitian or a health coach who can help um, kind of pair the medical expertise with the nutrition Mm -hmm. expertise, but that's not happening for most of us. And so (laughs) there is a gap um, Mm -hmm. in education. There's a gap in information for women who are navigating this life stage. And that's really what we're trying to solve for is to be that destination you know, that is sharing credible evidence-based nutrition information that's, you know, really written by perinatal registered dietitians, nutritionists, health coaches, naturopathic doctors, those who are really trained in nutrition and have that Mm. expertise. Um, Yes. Because otherwise it's like, you know, you go to the OB and you're told, take any prenatal. It doesn't matter what one, they're all the same. And here are a couple foods to avoid take, you know, avoid eating during pregnancy. And that's the extent of the information you're receiving. And there's just so much more to nutrition than that. Um,
0: yes. And the fact that you don't even see them a lot of times until you're eight, 10, 12. I mean, you're through the majority of the, you know, first part of your first trimester before you even yes. see them to get what little information that, you know, they give you. Or, you know, in my case, or in the case of someone going through infertility, they say like, don't. Even go see a specialist for a year. That's a right. long time to not have, you know, the nutrition, the solid nutritional foundation that you need yeah. um, while you're going through all of this. And so, I think the education piece is really huge for sure. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about. Th- this research and this input from all of these um, kind of nutritional experts you've talked about? Because as I said, I think that's one of the things that make you all so unique is the people that helped you formulate it. Um, So tell me a little bit about that and what really sets needed products apart from kind of the rest of the industry. Yeah. Um, Well, I think
1: one of the primary differences is that when formulating our products, we start with the you know, we start with the available clinical research. Um, there is a lot of clinical research available on perinatal nutrition, and at the same time, there's also pretty significant research gaps. Um, it's difficult to study pregnant populations. Um, you know, a lot of the research is outdated. It's based on old data sets. It's not necessarily based on what does a modern, perinatal woman in 2022 need, you know, based on all of the lifestyle and environmental factors that we're subjected to, to be optimally nourished. It's much more of a, um, I would say, retroactive looking um, field, you know, medical research in general tends to be. So there are, there are limitations with the clinical research, but I would say our, our fundamental starting point is always looking at the clinical research and then supplementing it with the in-practice experience of practitioners that are regularly testing women's nutrient and hormone levels is so incredibly critical. And I think that latter part is what sets needed apart because we're not just relying on, you know, what's the general consensus. We are really tapping into a, a data set of, you know, thousands of, um, you know, thousands of, um, women, what do they need? And, you know, really relying on practitioners that are seeing these patients day in and day out and testing nutrient levels to know, you know, is the RDA for vitamin D cutting it in terms of ensuring women's sufficiency. And what we find again and again, is that the RDA levels, which is, um, the recommended, basically recommended daily, um, intake, they're generally set at very low levels, mm-hmm. the amount needed to avoid a disease, not the amount needed for optimal right. well being. And oftentimes, if you are dosing at the RDA and you're consuming nutrients at the RDA, lab results will show that you are in an insufficiency range. And what we're looking for is not just sufficiency, but optimal right. range. Um, and so that's really where I think you know, having this collective of perinatal nutrition and health practitioners is so important because there's no, there is really no substitute for that in practice experience when designing products to fully and optimally meet women's needs. Um, so we, you know, we work super, super closely with practitioners, designing our products, going ingredient by ingredient, evaluating what's optimal, evaluating nutrient, suppliers, supply chains, nutrient forms, dosing, um, and also informing our future product roadmap. Um, You know, we really, really tap into this collective of practitioners. And when I say a collective, I'm not talking about a couple of, you know, paid spokespeople who sit on an advisory board, which is very typical in the supplement space. Every company has a medical advisory board. Every company says that their products are formulated by clinicians, but the reality is most products aren't even custom formulated at all. They're mm. white labeled and, you know, they're not working with their medical advisors in the involved way that we are. We're really relying on practitioners for insights into what are the most pressing needs that you're seeing in your practice and what are the products that you wished existed, you know, what, what do you like or, or not like about what we currently offer, right. what, you know, what other companies currently offer. Um, And that's how we ensure that we, you know, we're really designing products to meet acute needs, not just uh, putting something else out there with better branding. I think that, you know, really that's that's how we landed on the name Needed when we were starting the company. We just kept coming back to this idea of we're not trying to create something just to sell it. Like we're really trying to meet underlying needs, like fundamental needs, not better branding, not a better distribution network of going direct to consumer. Like that's not the problem. The problem at hand is really, you know, underlying nutritional needs are not being met. And that's, you know, I think we found allies in the perinatal practitioner community um, of, you know, when we came along, I think practitioners were like, yes, like even the practitioner grade best quality Mm -hmm. supplements are under supporting women at a critical life stage. Yes. And there were significant gaps, even among the best products in terms of what was optimal. Like, right. you know, some of the better prenatals on the market when we um, came to be had no choline in it at right. all. <laughs> yes. So they have like a trace amount of choline and it's so such a critical nutrient. Mm-hmm. It's as important as folate for baby's neural development. And that's actually a nutrient where we've had an RDA for 20 plus years and still supplements weren't delivering, you know, even the minimum amount that we know that you need. Um, So that's just a good example of, I think, where there was a really symbiotic relationship between what we were trying to solve and um, practitioners who were looking actively for solutions and having to cobble together their own Yes, in the absence of products that really met those needs, you know. Mm. And I I think the one other thing I want to say is just like, you know, we are designing products based on what's optimal in the body, but also what works in your life. yeah what what often doesn't work for women in this life stage is to be recommended to take a prenatal vitamin and extra vitamin D and a choline add-on and mm-hmm. extra b twelve and extra iron and extra this and that. and right. it, it becomes overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So when we were designing our products, we were really, really focused on how do we streamline, a practitioner grade supplement protocol down to as few products as possible. right? And then give options for layering on if you have a specific additional need, need. but yeah. how do we meet optimal baseline needs with as few products as possible was kind of our directive when designing our complete plan, which is a four-part protocol.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, and two, I think another thing that speaks to you know, you all seem to think about the client or the patient first um, and not necessarily your bottom line first is one of the very first products you came out with was the powder, the prenatal powder. And I thought, okay, first of all, I haven't seen this anywhere else. But secondly, that's genius because so many women I've had so many women during their first trimester, you know, will like try to have optimal nutrition and supplements while they're trying to get pregnant. And then they get pregnant and they can't like, they cannot take, they cannot stomach the vitamin. And so, you know, being able to have that option of like, okay, well, let's, go over to this you know, powder that you can add into a smoothie or goodness, a milkshake or something that you can get down in your body so that you're still getting optimal nutrition in a time that you may not be able to really eat optimally or take a whole bunch of supplements and vitamins. And so to me, that was one of the things that stuck out to me of like, okay, these people are like tapped into what this population really is needing and looking for. Um, and that's one of the things I think that really makes you guys different. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's interesting because I think, um,
1: well, well, I'm glad you mentioned kind of taking supplements pre-pregnancy or pre-conception because in many ways a prenatal is a misnomer. Mm-hmm. It's it's arguably almost more important to start taking optimal nutrition and supporting your body prior to conceiving right. when you're supporting egg quality and hormone balance and you know, really kind of optimizing your nutrient levels before there's a baby who's going to be drawing upon those. That's almost more important than taking a prenatal vitamin in the first trimester, which is a critical time or at really any other point in pregnancy. Because if you start out pregnancy optimal from a nourishment or nutrition perspective, your body has an abundance of nutrients to draw upon to give to baby and to build baby optimally. And then I would say the same postpartum that time period is so nutritionally demanding. Birth is such a depleting event. Even in the best case, it's a very depleting event. Recovery requires a higher amount of nutrients. Your body is, you know, has just been through a dramatic shift. There's like a dramatic decrease in, you know, blood in the body, and um, if you are breastfeeding, that is a further demand on the body. Yeah. So. We really like to explain it as it's it's about the time period before, it's about the time period during, and about the time period after. But almost if you have to prioritize, I would say, and, and if you're really, really nauseous, I like to mention this too, because so many women are so nauseous during the first mm-hmm. trimester and they have such guilt over not being able to do what's optimal, right. not being able to make smoothies or get in their greens or take you know their prenatal vitamin with perfect compliance. Right. And our bodies are designed to really endure that. Like that's how, that's how nature has evolved. As long as you start out pregnancy from a place of optimal nutrition, that's, that's okay. And it's, it's really by design. And in many of our practitioner formulators struggle with the same during their own pregnancies, like here's what's optimal. Here's what I would ideally like to be doing, but the reality is I can't. I can't take all of these supplements, you know, when I'm really nauseous. or, you know, there's days where I, you know, maybe even months where I don't eat a single thing that's Mm -hmm. green, or I'm not (laughs) eating the protein that I want to be eating. And, and that's okay. It's all about balance, but we we really want you to start out optimally nourished so that you're not starting a really difficult journey already depleted. I think that's the key. Um, And that requires education because, you know, it's not all that common to hear about prenatal vitamins, preconception, you know, whether you have a fertility struggle or not, it's so supportive. Um, and the reality is like one quarter of pregnancies ends in a loss right. and, you know, one in eight, you know, couples um, experience fertility mm-hmm. challenges. And so the idea of us not doing what we can to support our bodies optimally through nutrition, I think is um, it's a missed opportunity. And and as you mentioned, like the fact that it takes a year yeah. oftentimes to, you know, receive a diagnosis or even to, to be recommended to see a specialist is definitely a flaw in, in our system.
0: Yes. And then when you do see the specialist, the odds of them really directing you towards optimal nutrition are pretty slim Mm -hmm. unless you're seeing a functional medicine practitioner. And so um, let's dive into that just a little bit more about how these nutrients can support fertility. So whether it's someone with infertility or just someone preparing for conception, you know, Uh, we know from research that it's at least three months before, you know, you're, you know, that's kind of what's uh, preparing for the health of that egg and the health of that cycle. And so can you talk a little bit about that, how these nutrients support your body's reproductive um, system? Yeah, absolutely. So fundamentally, I would say that there's
1: no too early time period to start supporting your body. I would say three months is kind of a a minimum. Although, Mm -hmm. again, there are unplanned pregnancies and many unplanned pregnancies. I would say probably among your audience and and those who tend to find needed, it it, it tends to be more intentional um, preconception time periods, um, more planned ones. So what we're going to speak to now is like planned, but please know if you had an unplanned pregnancy, it does not mean I, we don't want you to have any guilt about right. you know, not doing this kind of preconception prep. Um, it doesn't mean you're going to have an unhealthy pregnancy or an unhealthy child by any means. But right. what is optimal would be to start preparing your body and for your partner, if you have a partner, for mm-hmm. them to be preparing their body as well um, at a minimum three months before conceiving. And the reason for that is that's the time period in which the egg and the sperm are maturing. Mm-hmm. And for a woman's body, we're born with all of the follicles that we will ever have. So your body is constantly maturing follicles. It's the kind of natural cadence of a monthly cycle. Your body's going to mature multiple follicles and one of them will kind of become the most mature, the most ready. And that's the typically the one that you will ovulate. Um, sometimes you can ovulate none. Some, some months you might ovulate more than one, but in general, that's kind of the pattern. And during that um, 90 day time period where the follicles are maturing, they're very susceptible to um, outside influences. So, you know, environmental toxins or um, stress or hormone dysregulation, uh, nutrient content or nutrient consumption. And so this is a time period where we really want to be intentional about supporting our bodies with Um, a broad base of nutrients that have been shown to support egg quality, um, as well as a high level of antioxidants because of just how susceptible we are to, um, you know, free radicals in the environment and, um, you know, inflammation and um, all of these factors that can be influenced by our diet, as well as just the environments in which we live in, this can all impact basically the genetic structure of an egg. And the same is true for sperm. What's interesting about sperm is that they, their entire lifespan is that, you know, 90 to hundred days. They, they come, you know, basically the the sperm that are, you know, if you're planning on conceiving a baby um, three months from now, the sperm that, you know, your partner, if you have a male partner will be um, contributing to that um, effort is just now even coming into existence. So the good news is there's a lot you can do Mm -hmm. during that time period to influence the health of the sperm. And I guess the counter to that is that, you know, they're very vulnerable and and unlike with a woman where there's, there is, you know, one kind of primary contender um, that matures each month, men have millions of sperm um, that they're producing and, the parameters that really matter there's there's really four of them, but effectively it comes down to how well do the sperm move, what is the genetic structure of the sperm, um, and you know really how like how kind of normal are they um, right. in shape and in um, their ability to move, and all of those parameters are influenced by nutrition. So right. when it comes to the Male and female bodies, what we're really focusing on is optimally supporting your baseline nutrient status and then adding on a high level of antioxidants. Omega-3s, CoQ10 are really important nutrients, zinc, uh, folate, um, selenium, all of those nutrients can be super, super supportive. And then, of course, antioxidants that we find in our foods like vitamin C and vitamin E are also really, really important during this time period. Right. Um, it can be a little overwhelming, to be honest. So we've we've worked on pairing down the routines for men and women into what we call our conception support plan for two. It essentially pairs the products that are designed for women with the products designed for men, as well as, um, you know, we would recommend adding on CoQ10 that both you and your partner can take. Um, And one thing that I will call out is that something different about our both our women's and our men's line is that we focus on supporting the microbiome of both partners. The reason for that is that your hormones are heavily influenced by the health of your gut microbiome. There's a significant link between gut health and hormone function. And we want our hormones functioning optimally um, to support us during that preconception time period. And, you know, I think it's a little bit better understood that the female microbiome impacts baby, but less understood, less well understood that the male microbiome can impact sperm health in pretty meaningful ways. Sperm actually have their own biome. Um, and also the, the biome of basically seminal fluid can impact a woman's vaginal microbiome as well. So you'll see in our, um, in our plans for both men and women, we include a a pre and probiotic that are specifically tailored to um, a woman's body and to a man's body. And that's the reason why really is that um, there's such um, an impact that the microbiome can have on fertility outcomes. And it's an often overlooked area of nutritional support.
0: For sure. For sure. Especially when it gets into the microbiome and certain strains of probiotics, Affecting things differently. I think that is a super um, underrated and unknown thing. You know, I think so many times, if you're fortunate enough to have a practitioner even mention a probiotic, it's usually going to be a blanket over the counter, one strain, two strains max. Um, And they're definitely not going to be targeted, you know, to. Supporting reproductive health. And so I think that's super important. And I love, you know, you mentioned how you have a men's line that's unknown um, and uncommon when it comes to supporting fertility because it's typically female focused, um, female driven. So I love that that's there and that you guys have bundled, you know, you've kind of, like you said, you have a line, like a preconception line of here are the things that are recommended. For this certain time, or here are the things that are recommended for this specific need you have going on. And I think that helps uh, cut down on the overwhelm that you mentioned. Exactly. You know, was, as a uh, health coach, it's overwhelming for me to get into it and say, like, okay, here's the uh, herbs that are going to be good, here's the nutrients that are going to be good, all of that. So it's so much easier when something's already well researched and put together. So I think it's helpful from a Patient or client side, and it's helpful from a practitioner side as well. So that's yep. um, great that you offer that.
1: Yeah, and I think it's it really is important to be bringing men into the conversation around fertility and pregnancy outcomes because so often the onus is put on women. You know, whether that's from society or from doctors or our our own kind of guilt that we place on ourselves. And the reality is that sperm contributes fifty percent of the DNA to make a baby. And although, you know, a man is not growing a, a developing baby in their body, that DNA is oftentimes the most important factor in kind of in these fertility and pregnancy outcomes. And we know we, we know it to be a fact that at least 40%, if not 50% of fertility related, you know, challenges are male factor. But when you you know when when you kind of focus on the broader narrative, it's so often just about a woman's body and a deficiency in a woman's body, or you know, women need to take prenatal vitamins. And we have a long ways to go in closing that cultural right narrative um, or correcting that cultural narrative and closing the prenatal nutrition gap for men. Um, we're super excited to see that we're not the only company out there that's promoting products for men's, uh, preconception health. I think there's, there's such that this is a good example of like, there is a product, uh, improvement gap that we've closed with our men's complete plan, but maybe even the more important one is the awareness gap and the educational gap. Um, and that is something that we're just really, really passionate about. Um, you know, it's funny. We'll occasionally get comments on like, you're a women's health Brand, why are you talking about men's health? Like why is the focus, you know, on on men's health and mm-hmm. it's really because if we fail to recognize the role of men's health in the perinatal stage, we're just shifting the way too much of the burden onto women. Right. And men's health becomes a women's health issue in this life stage because a pregnancy loss or infertility is felt in our bodies. Um, and I think having been through a pregnancy loss myself, that's something I'm now like even more acutely aware of is it's a, it's a two way street. It, it just, it must be. Um, and I think it's, um, it's a shame that it took until, you know, I think a lot of progress progress has been made over the last five or 10 years, but it's, um, it's a shame that
0: it has taken this long for that conversation to be opened. Right. And it, it can add so much time and complexity to the fertility journey. If you're only focused on the woman, or if you're only focused on the man, either way, if you're not looking at both, you know, you really can miss. I have, I had one um, client and theirs was different. They thought it was all male factor and they focused on him purely for months and months and months i mean maybe even up to a year and then suddenly finally all of a sudden somebody's like hey we should just do some you know discovery uh work and then they found out she had like stage three endometriosis and so you know like those stories are so common of either way just not looking at the whole picture and just focusing on one thing and so i love that you guys have brought awareness to that and given the the um you know, male factor, like giving them something to do. I think that also is very frustrating for them of like, I don't know how to fix it. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to contribute, you know? And so knowing, Hey, your nutrition and your health, your nutrient storage matters. And so this is something that you can do to help, you know, it does it cure everything. No, but can it really help? Yes. Yeah. I think that's totally right. It's just a tangible thing you can do.
1: Yeah. That's, gonna support your overall health and well being and stress response and um, you know, fertility is even in the best, I, I personally think even in the best of scenarios, this life stage is stressful. For sure. It's a, it's about a lot of change. It's navigating the unknown, uncertainty, like we're ultimately not in control of the outcome, even though we do what we can to influence right. it. And so supporting our bodies with optimal immune function and stress response and just baseline energy and just overall vitality, I think is, it's a good investment, no matter what the specific outcome is of a fertility treatment or of, you know, a monthly cycle. Um, it's, it's just an investment in you and your partner's long-term health. And you're setting that foundation up for you and your family, um, you know, even if that family is in the future.
0: Right. What do you think as far as a recommendation for people just in kind of those childbearing years? Do you think that basically if you're in childbearing years and you're planning to have a family at some time in the relative, you know, not so far away future, should you just go ahead and start on prenatals and that? Or do you think that should be held specifically for when you start preparing your body? I think there's, you know, kind of a
1: I would say like a a optimal, you know, answer, which is probably like, it's never too soon. And taking optimal nutritional supplements is going to support you and your health at every stage. And then there's the reality of nutritional support when it's, when it is really optimally formulated can be pricey. And so I would say, you know, it depends really on individual circumstances that, you know, if you're a few years away from wanting to start your family, I would recommend focusing on, you know, can you make simple swaps each month of cleaning up your household cleaning products or personal care products? Can you focus on um, eating fewer refined foods and focusing more on abundant, um, you know, nutrient-rich, nutrient-dense foods that support fertility? I would say that's a really, really good starting place and can be in some ways, feel like a more accessible place to start, right? Um, and then I would say, you know, in those time periods of you know three to six months before you're ready to conceive, that's the time that I would I would really try to prioritize optimal nutritional support in addition to food, right. um, because there are you know there are deficiencies in, in our food system. Our soil is depleted the higher, you know, level of environmental toxins that we're su- susceptible to um increases our nutrient requirements. So I'd say it's never going to be, you know, if you if you don't change the other things, supplements aren't necessarily going to be the answer. So sure. I would start with the things that can be yeah, just lifestyle changes. Yeah. Um not always as easy as ordering a supplement, but it can be less expensive and it can be really important foundational, um, work, but yeah, there is, there is no reason that you couldn't take, you know, optimal prenatal vitamins for years. And, and the only thing to, to caveat is, um, you know, the reason that you might want to be wary of, um, of some prenatals taking them long-term or why sometimes it's not recommended is if it has a high amount of iron in it, because right. We don't. We don't all need a high amount of supplemental iron at all stages. Our prenatal vitamin is iron free, so it is safe to take at all stages of womanhood. Um, and then we offer iron separately so that you can add it on as you need it and take the exact quantity that's needed based on your stage or your um, blood testing. But that's really the only reason you know that I can think of why staying on a you know a prenatal long term would not be advisable.
0: Right. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's, you know, a lot of the clients that I work with are dealing with hormonal issues. And so yeah. a lot of times we just go ahead and say like let's get on optimal um a prenatal or something so that you have higher amounts of those nutrients being put into your to your body to try to help with those imbalances, but that's a really good point. Those other lifestyle things play a huge role. And so just going straight to the supplement which I think is human nature, I think a lot of times we're like, what can I buy? (laughs) What pill can I take? That's kind of how we're trained. Exactly. And not that it's a quick fix, but like, what's the,
1: what's the, what's the answer that comes in a nice package, nicely packaged solution, kind of like that. But, but yeah, no, I think, and I think something that's a little bit misunderstood is, um, you know, Being on a form of hormonal birth control, no matter what form it is, can deplete your nutrient levels as well. So that's another reason why starting on supplementation can be really helpful. Because oftentimes, as was the case with me and my co-founder, we started out deficient, and we you know can take time to correct for a nutrient deficiency. Sometimes you need an even higher amount than what would be in a prenatal vitamin to correct for something like a B12 deficiency or vitamin D deficiency. So knowing that early. Um, starting earlier um, is always a good thing. Um, it's it's just that, you know, we, we do try to also be realistic about the fact that like this is a big investment and sometimes it can feel easier to make that investment the closer you are to freezing your eggs or starting your family or beginning fertility treatments. Um, and if you have to prioritize uh, budget for a certain time period, it's, you know, always advantageous to do that closer to um
0: yes absolutely for sure so real quick kind of walk us through what the options are so i mentioned the powder so that's an option you have the optimal prenatal and then i saw you just recently came out with an essentials is that right can you tell us a little bit about similarities and differences of those options yeah absolutely so we
1: currently have three prenatal vitamin options we have the powder which is the one we started with um both for ease of daily use. You can mix it into a smoothie or oatmeal or a range of other foods, as well as powder allows us to dose at optimal levels in a way that's really easy to take because you're not constrained to the number of capsules. Right. Um, And then alternatively, you know, the same nutrient dosages can be found in our, what we call our prenatal multi-capsules, which is eight capsules a day. For some, that's a lot. Um, We recommend splitting the dosing, between a couple of meals a day. So you could take three in the morning, three in the afternoon, two later in the evening, or you could take four and four, or some like to take a half a dose of powder with their smoothie and then four capsules in the afternoon. I will sometimes do that myself just for sustained energy throughout the day, um, which can be nice. I try to avoid caffeine in the afternoon, but a little dose of extra B vitamins can Mm -hmm. be a nice natural way to make it through the afternoon. And then the third option that we offer is our Essentials Multi, which is three capsules. It's a pared down version of our prenatal multi capsules. Um, And the reason for it is because we recognize that there are some stages like the first trimester, or if you have hyperemesis, maybe all throughout Mm -hmm. your pregnancy, when when it's just not possible to take eight capsules, when that's not going to work for you, or a slightly sweet prenatal multi-powder is not going to work for you. You can't stomach right. smoothies or maybe you don't make smoothies. Um, I personally took our essentials all throughout my first trimester and um, like found it super easy to take. Um, again, like the the reality is even if you know what's optimal, a lot of our practitioners who formulated our multi in their own pregnancies would struggle to take eight capsules a day. Um, so that's can be really challenging. Well take the essentials. Yeah. Yeah. And the essential still has the same nutrient forms, optimal nutrient forms. It has a really supportive amount of all of the critical nutrients that are needed, just reduced versus what's in the, the multi-capsules. So pretty commonly, women will start taking either the capsules or the powder preconception. If they need to, they can switch to the essentials for the first trimester. When they feel better, if that's the second trimester or the third trimester, or maybe just postpartum they'll switch back to the more complete um, dosing of our powder or capsules.
0: Right. And then there's additional support. There's collagen support. I've seen that. Um, And then you have the prebiotic, probiotic, the omega support as well. Exactly. So,
1: yes, um, I think many women know to look for omega-3 in their prenatal vitamin or alongside their prenatal. Right. We dose omega-3 separately from vitamins and minerals because it's so prone to oxidizing. Um, and it really is more optimally delivered, uh, packaged away from vitamins and minerals, which can cause it to oxidize more quickly. Um, our omega-3 also has the benefit of having added choline and a couple of antioxidants, lutein and zeaxanthin. So it's a popular choice. Um, I What else I like about it is like, if you are really nauseous, the last thing you want to be doing is taking um, an algae oil or a fish oil. Yeah, um, anything fishy. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it's nice that you have the option to take it at a different time of day. If you're super nauseous, like the the baby's need for omega three is heightened for brain health. Um, the further into pregnancy you get, that also tends to be when we feel a little bit better. So. You could take just the essentials in the first trimester if needed, and then add back in the omega-3 as you go. And again, that's where preconception prep is so important. If you're taking omega-3 preconception, you're going to have enough to draw upon um, you know, in the first trimester as needed. Um, so yeah, the, the Complete Planet, it, it includes those four products, a prenatal multi and omega-3, a pre-probiotic and collagen protein. I think a lot of us know collagen for beauty benefits and for gut health. We include collagen in our uh, complete plan because of how important protein is during pregnancy. It's so fundamentally important to, you know, blood sugar regulation and blood pressure regulation. And a lot of the complications you see in later pregnancy stem back to protein intake. Um, and the amino acids in collagen are specifically supportive of placenta health and um, postpartum healing. So, It's a really clean protein. It doesn't have the same, um, you know, heavy metals concerns that some plant proteins have. Um, And we source ours from really clean, um, ethical sources. So that's the four part plan. And then we also offer um, other add ons like a hydration support, a stress support, a sleep support that can be great at different stages. But not everything is needed all at once. And if you're just, like looking to get started, I'd say our, either our complete plan or our starter plan are really great places to, to get started.
0: Yeah. And where can people find, find your supplements? Do you, they have yeah. to just go to the needed website or are there op, like a um, different options? So our website's a great
1: um, destination to see everything we offer. And also those plans that we were referring to, like the bundled. Um, product product plans are all available on our website um, at a pretty nice discount versus if you were to buy them unbundled on um, the other two channels where we sell. You can also find our products on Amazon and also the practitioner grade supplement dispensary full script. Um, so those are all options. Uh, we really want to be where our consumers are, but I would say the vast majority tend to um, shop with us on our website because of the the nice bundling that we offer. We're trying our best to make quality nutrition accessible to everyone. Um, it is an investment. There's no way around that, you know, supplementation can be pricey, but, um, via our website, you can find the best deals. If you're interested in more than one product, that's definitely the best way to go.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's so helpful that it's all right there with the education and knowing exactly what you need rather than trying to piece it all together. Unless you're working with someone who knows what, you know, how to do that, then I think that that's definitely optimal to do that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, even Full Script, which is, you know, a great um, resource for practitioner grade supplements, it can be overwhelming just Googling like, you know, a a basic nutrient. Um, It can. It can be a little bit overwhelming. So, and Amazon yeah. is a whole nother. Oh, it's a whole story. thing. <laughs> uh, it's a
0: whole it's thing. probably
1: even more overwhelming than walking like the vitamin aisle at CVS. Yes. So, um,
0: yes, yeah, I think the,
1: the ability to kind of pair the products together in a simple way and um, help help women understand what they need right. um, is our aim on our website.
0: Right. Yeah. I love that you guys do that well. Well, is there anything we haven't talked about that you wanted to mention No, I
1: think, you know, I think this has been a really thorough conversation. I mean, I'm, uh, you can probably tell I could go super nerdy, um, and super deep on nutrition, but, um, our whole team is, um, is super passionate about nutrition. So the only other thing I would really mention is, um, if you're looking for a place to start in your search for a prenatal vitamin, or you're feeling overwhelmed, we have a couple of resources that we offer for free. One is, um, a free perinatal nutrition consult. So you can DM us you can reach out to our customer support and we'll connect you to our team of nutritionists um, to help you get your kind of pressing nutrition questions answered and that yeah. offer stands for really any stage of womanhood if you're you know if you're not yet in this life stage or you're five years beyond this life stage and you've got questions reach out to us. Um, the other is we have a free guide on what to look for in a prenatal vitamin that mm-hmm. you can download from our website. We also have a free guide reviewing 75 of the leading prenatals on the market. This came about just through customer questions of yeah. like, "Hey, I'm wondering what you think about this product or this product or this product." Right. And oh my gosh, there are a lot of prenatals on the market. There are. <laughs> like, you know, the world definitely didn't need another prenatal. They needed, you know, from our point of view, it's like But despite all of those prenatals being available, 95% of women were still deficient. So there's um, the guide is really intended just as an an educational resource to help Mm -hmm. you evaluate what prenatal you are taking or if you're looking at comparing a couple of different ones, um, it can be a really good resource. And also, I think we really really aim to be um, realistic. Like, hey, if you're happy with your prenatal, that's awesome. Here's the things that we would recommend you look at adding... On top of it, either through supplementation or through your diet. If your prenatal doesn't have choline, make sure you're eating a couple of eggs a day. If that's not possible for you, look at adding on a choline um, supplement on top of it. Um, You know, we don't have to throw you know the proverbial baby out with the bathwater just because you know there there might be more nutritionally complete options on the market. If if what you're taking is working well for you um, that's great. There just might be a couple of areas where, you know, you want to be extra intentional. So that's what the guide
0: is intended to do. Yeah. That's a great guide. I really, I really like that. Well, I really appreciate you spending some of your time here, uh, with us and giving us this, yeah, this education has been great and it'll be so helpful. And I'll list all the information in the show notes so people can find your site and the bundles and all of that as well. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. I think one of my favorite things about needed is their commitment to education which I think you could clearly hear in that conversation with Julie she's so passionate about that and really just has a lot to share and so you know as I said in the episode I have been using needed for really over a year now and have loved the products that I've used and I've Often recommended them to clients I've worked with as well because they just are a company that I really like how they run their business. I like the education that they provide, and I feel really confident in recommending their products. And so, if you would like to try out any of the needed products, you can use the code healthforward for 20% off of a one-time order, or that would also save you 20% off of your first three months of a subscribe and save order. You could also use the code HEALTHFORWARD100 for $100 off of your first three months of the complete plan. So I'll have all of that in the show notes for you, the links, the coupon codes, everything you need. You can find that in the show notes or at my website, yourhealthforward.com. Well, that does it for me today, friends. Thanks for listening in. Hope you have a great day. Keep moving forward. Go love your people well, and I'll talk to you soon. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward podcast.